Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at Metal Cloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the Metal Cloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, Metal Cloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of The Modern Jeeper Show. The goal is actually to have the truck out there on display for everybody to come see just how flexy and sexy that uh, that uh, lock and load long arm suspension is. Flexy and sexy. Flexy and sexy, baby. I like it. The Modern Jeeper Show. The show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matson from Metal Cloak here. Welcome to episode 109 of the Modern Jeepers Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. In this very random episode, Corey, Jesse, and I talk all about Easter Jeep Safari preparation, including the CTI schedule, how many free shorts we're bringing, the flexy and sexy Ram suspension, masks and social distancing in Moab, Ultra 4 racing at Area BFE, and the Dixie 4x4 Expo. Interspersed with all that, we talk skincare, the 4xE ratings failure, Losing Oceana Dunes, Environmentalists and Private Property, San Francisco's Termite Population, and Decluttering Our Heads. As a note, there may be times in the auto recording where you're wondering what the F is going on. Well, all of it can be seen in its full glory, where it might just make more sense, at youtube.com slash modernjeeper. As always, we are extremely grateful to our supporters, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. So, sit back, relax with the cold one, and enjoy episode number 109 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matson from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Good, good, good. And Cowboys, Jeeps, and Country. You got to be watching the video to understand it's what that music. is. country music. It's country music. Now, I can't see the bottom part. It just it kind of gets... Yeah, there you go. Push it out. Push them out. <laughs> That's Rockstar Jeep girl, Jesse. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi. So, and I got to say, so it's, let's see, it was four weeks ago was you showed up with the long hair, which just blew me away. Then, then we had pigtails last week, which were just, that was just awesome. And now you've gone back to short hair. Yeah. I it's did like, feel natural. <laughs> it's awesome. Out of the shower look. So we're going to be doing a new segment of Modern Jeeper. It's going to be uh, hair tips for the hair off-road. <laughs> hair no. tips for the girl Jeeper. <laughs> Jeeper. For the modern girl Jeepers. <laughs> modern Jeep. Yeah. Okay. I like modern, it. All right. The modern girl Jeepers. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm. He's got to get a haircut. I'm looking like a little bit like a hippie going on. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like me, like up till three weeks ago or up till Sunday, I had like three weeks of growth, which basically meant it was like peach fuzz. <laughs> my head <laughs> it's like oh but it was just enough to get that like you know um captain kirk 
uh, or not even Captain Kirk, what was it Captain Picard look going on? But when you're not, when you don't have the kind of persona that he has with Earl Grey hot tea, you know, it's it just didn't work. So it just yeah, it just doesn't. All right, work. doesn't work. I can't be Captain Picard, no matter how much I want to be. No. So that's fine. Instead, we are Modern Jeeper. And this episode, guys, is just let's we got next week is like Easter Jeep Safari. And I almost feel like it's important for us to talk about it because it'll make it really, really happen. Because I'm not actually sure it's still going to happen because it just disappeared last year. So, you know, it's like it's almost been it's been two years since we've been out there. And so it's, we got it's, it's weird. At any event anymore, it seems like we're we plan as best we can and we hope for the best. And, but literally days before we leave to go somewhere, we just never kind of know what's happening. Um, right. You know, since, since death Valley, uh, we've only been back for a week. Has it? No, it's almost a week. It seems like a month. No, just a week. Cause then we had to go to well, Cheyenne and get the trailer. <laughs> it feels like two weeks. I've got a lot done. Right. I just like modern Jeepers know that, you know, it, it's kind of like when, uh, when, when I did a, episode of extreme four by four with ian and the most impressive part is that he is the guy sitting there wrenching on his junk Corey is a true modern jeeper in that he is wrenching on his junk especially when he goes to pick up his jeep that had recently been linex and it's supposed to be ready to go and it's completely torn apart and he has to put the entire thing back together Go time. That's a true modern jeeper right there. <laughs> true my you know and we 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 always expect the worst and we hope for the best so um yeah, I went and got the Jeep and and got it reassembled enough that we could put it back on the trailer. Uh, the trailer looks amazing. All new lights, all new wiring. I mean, every wire on the thing from the brake lines, the brake lights, all new lights. So, I mean, it, it got completely reworked. Wow. Um, we should, should have gotten rid of all of the short issues that we've had in the years past when the thing got wet. Um, no more <laughs> plugs on each of the each of the motors. So that's all now. Everything's hardwired. Um, wow. And, and a shout out to, to Bob and, and Mary up at Linex up in Cheyenne and TNT. Those guys, they, they really helped us. Everybody's challenged, right? By coming, we order things. They don't come in when they should. Shipping times are delayed. So, uh, you know, we we just want things to be somewhat back to normal, but we've expected that that just can't happen. Um, but, you know, we, we drove home the other night through a, a pretty good snowstorm in Vail, uh, snow-packed roads, pulling, you know, my baby on the CTI trailer over a pass that, was I'm sure after we crossed, they they put the chain law in effect. Um, wow! It was a, we got home at you know 4:30 in the morning. Um, it was a long day, but we got back and uh, yesterday went to the doctor. If uh, people are watching the YouTube video, they're like, "Why has he got a bandaid between his eyes?" Um, it's a new implant. New implant. Yeah, they put a chip. <laughs> chip in my brain nice yeah. nice can you can you like is that like a third eye now can you just like yeah. control well, I, your computer just from blinking i don't want an eye i want an arm i would like you another third arm, arm and a hand yeah well like a little like just this little thing that comes out here and just like moves stuff around for you think about how I handy like that it. would be hey can you hold this for a minute and this right. arm out of your forehead I, like i yeah. like it i it like, like it a little awkward yeah now psh, who cares about looks when you got function <laughs> 
Well, for so for our followers, followers, that was um, yeah, it's a little trip to the doctor to look at some possible cancerous skin tissues, uh, basal cells in there, and they dug around and cauterized a big hole in my forehead. But um, you know, from all of for all of us that are out in the sun a lot and and susceptible to UV rays. Uh, that skin thing is a real deal. So take care of yourselves. Um, if something shows up and you're, it's odd, go have it looked at. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we all wear hats and men don't take care of their skin like us ladies do, but wear your sunblock even if you have a hat on. Especially if you're bald. Yeah. You can actually buy. It makes you feel better as a man. There is stuff called be bald. It is be bald. And it is meant for bald men. And it's a it has a SPF 30 as their standard moisturizer. Yes, I do own some. And uh, you put it on there. And sh- only because my wife does not want to be married to a guy that has a big liver spots on the top of his head, right? Right. She just said, ah, it's not, it's not going to work. So, um, but yeah, it's called B-Bald. It's a pretty good brand. Um, and I've used, I'm sure there's others. But at least you feel like you are wearing a man's, you know, this is a man's moisturizer designed for bald men too don't yeah your ears yeah ears ears nose all that stuff we know a few desert uh, dwellers who have that big you know the, the bulbous nose the large ear thing going on and you just know that if it wasn't for the amount of uh, of of whiskey consumed or other things they probably would have you know other health issues going on but that's right thankfully that's i think right. moonshine kills everything yeah, I, I'm going to start splashing it on my face using it as aftershave. Okay, you say that is funny, but I was at a, a fly fishing shop. It was an Orvis uh, um, store, and I bought some aftershave, and it's called something or something rum, and it like literally smells like rum, but it's an aftershave, and it was that just I just I that I've used it once, and it's probably sat in my closet for. 10 years, but, uh, but yeah, it literally was like a rum of you know, aftershave. I don't think you could drink it. I didn't try I'm not going to, but Hey, the thought was there. It'd be interesting to get pulled over with a little bit of that, you know, Hey, you smell like you've been <laughs> drinking. No, it's just my aftershave. It's just my aftershave officer. Sure. It That's is. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 50 proof. Well, in the <laughs> hair industry, they have curtailed to men, that some of the product even looks like whiskey bottles or mm. whatever, mm. or it's called brew or so. Right. Yeah. yeah. Have it in your car. Well, you know, alcohol and sex sells. So <laughs> that's right. You know, now the best thing to do is be a whiskey bottle shaped like a, like a woman and a guy buy it every day. It doesn't even taste, doesn't even have to taste good. It just, they would just buy it just, <laughs> just because just, the bottle. just we bought it. I mean, yeah. Well, Worst thing ever happened to, to syrup was a... getting rid of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that we was have hot. a whole She was lot. hot. Okay. She was hot. She was built. <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> but back to back to seriousness. And I guess I'm joking just to not to confront the real seriousness of it. I mean, so did they just do a biopsy or 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 so that so you don't really know the results, they're just biopsying it right now. Well, they they scraped it. They scraped um, the surface tissue off, which then they send to a pathologist. Um, but he does that three times. So they scrape, cauterize, scrape, cauterize, scrape, cauterize. So well, the same epi- appointment or three different same appointment. What does that do? Well, so you have to get through the epidermis layer of the skin tissue. So 
they're basically the the basal cell carcinoma lives beneath this epidural tissue and you have to get deep enough so i, I mean i think they're cauterizing like an edge and getting around inside there is mm. is the reason but so it doesn't bleed everywhere and right make yeah. a mess and you can get what you need right and they had to make room for the chip yeah right the chip and the third arm so uh what so now does that mean basically you can have this for the next couple of weeks how long does it take to heal so it'll just turn it's just a basic scab right yeah, now man. um and if the if it comes back and it was basal cell well then it just kind of after it heals to see what the what the tissue looks like um and it's something that this typically will get rid of it. It should go away. Um, you know, there shouldn't be much of a scar there or anything like that, but it is something where maybe he didn't get it all. And so they'd have to go back in and rescrape it. Um, it was weird. It was a weird little spot that just never really seemed to, to heal. And it kind of got to where it was unnoticeable. And then some mornings I'd wake up and it will have just kind of split and bled. And it's like, Oh, like it's like a scab that never went went away mm -hmm. wow weird yeah. weird well yeah, I'm, weird. you know all the blessings hoping that it uh they got it all out and and uh it's nothing nothing more damaging than that well no brain matter was coming out yet that's you didn't go good. that deep of course you wouldn't have good. to probably go that deep oh that is so that you know that's your sinus cavity right up there too right right your could be a good like... place for a hose and a drain oh. Ooh, that would be good <laughs> Just be able to just turn it on and just drain yeah. it out. Yeah. And just, uh, and blow oh, snot out my forehead. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You know, when, when you have a kid, you take the little airbag and you just, you know. Oh, right. You, well, you're, I think you're supposed to suck it out, but it's more fun mm -hmm. to squeeze it and blow it up into there. You know, <laughs> just it's so probably funny. not okay. There's probably something medically wrong with that, but it's just more fun <laughs> to do it that way than to try to. Yes. They don't like yes. us being sucked out. That's just mm -hmm. nasty. I mean, but blow it up and yeah. <sighs> well, we have we have a lot to do. Um, we of course the LJ still has no interior, so there's no seats, no center console. <laughs> no, like it's bare. It is bare. So today is putting the LJ back together. <laughs> nice. Loading up our show stuff for for Moab. Um, you know we're we're going to be out there for quite a while, all week long. Um, and then at the races. And then, yeah, there's an ultra four race, uh, right, you right. know, the end of next week. In fact, our buddy Mario came by here because he works for uh, um, Gomez Brothers and mm -hmm. kind of heads up their race program. And he used to be the guy who did a lot of stuff for uh, NorCal Rock Racing. So he was just saying that the Gomez Brothers just purchased, I guess they're going after the desert racing now. They just purchased two more trophy cut trucks or ordered two more trophy trucks, like to their specifications, which probably means bomb proof. Because they don't know how to let up, um, and uh, but they're also getting rates, so they'll be out there. So I told them to come on by the CTI place and, and the CTI trailer and, and check things out. Cool. But they're going to be out there because that was at a race on Saturday. Is Saturday, that yeah. Saturday, nice. Yeah, out at BFE. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. One yep. day deal. Um, uh, spectators, are, they're, you can get tickets online at ultra4.com. Um, yeah, I don't know what their real schedule is throughout the day, but it is on the website. Yeah, That's our cool. buddy Dawson uh, reached out to me and wanted me to participate in their pit crew this year. So nice. they invited me out and we're going to go out and see what that, we can get into. That's awesome. That's awesome. He's doing a good job. 
Yeah, he was. Dawson's doing a good job. Good in him for a better guy. So what about, um, I've never actually been out there during the race because we're always heading back on Saturday, right? Right. Um, one year, I think I tried to, but it just didn't work out. I think I ended up sleeping in or something. I just, oh, I have the opportunity to go the opposite direction. And I think that was a year where I was like, yeah, didn't happen. What are they, um, what do they, how do they, how, how's the course laid out out there? I mean, what are they actually doing? Where, where are they going based on those trails that are out there? They, they cover a lot of ground. I mean, in years past, they, um, they go, uh, the little play area up top in area BFE that is like this little, um, well, it's a little playground line. area. They kind of make a circle through there. Mm-hmm. Then they head down, down into the, the canyon and back up the other side. Um, it's a pretty extensive, I mean, it's a, it's not like, um, it's not even like KOH out of Johnson Valley. There's not a whole lot of open desert running at all. It's a lot of rocks mm-hmm. and a lot of technical driving. So from a spectator's standpoint, they kind of keep everybody, or they, at least in years past, they keep everybody up above on the the playground side but that's a really good place to watch the race from and um again it's a lot of technical driving a lot of big rocks uh it should be interesting i i haven't been out there for a couple years now Mm -hmm. um since uh you know bfe got shut down and was closed to the public but uh robert i'm sure will will give those guys free reign to make an awesome course so nice nice well, that's cool. Yeah, it'd be fun to be out there again. Is there what's the status of BFE? I, I haven't really followed it. Is there is it ever going to be open back up to the public, or is it open? What's yeah? The- I mean, it, it's um, it's my understanding that it is going to be reopened, and um, I don't know what that looks like, and I don't know if there's a time frame. Um, I've heard it's already you know it's available for special events and things like that, but I don't know if it's just open all the time or not. Um, mm. So yeah, it'll be it'll be good to get some information. I probably should reach out to Robert at some point and see what the scoop is. Yeah, definitely. It'd be interesting to know. You know, and that's uh as you're going towards BFE from Moab, you pass by Dixie Foil Drive. And um Tuesday and Wednesday, they're doing the 30th and 31st from I think it's from nine to five. They're doing their free vendor show, which you can actually go online to their website and go to their events section. Um, I don't know if there's an easy URL to get to it, but I know if you go to their website and you click on events um, and click on, they'll show the most recent event that they have going on, which is this Offered Expo. You click on that, gives you some details, and you can actually pre-register for a wristband or whatever, which I guess streamlines you getting in. It's a free event, but that streamlines you getting into the event if you uh, if you haven't already pre-registered. Um, and so and you just got to answer a few questions and provide them some data, but it's free. Um, and I'm thinking it's gonna be pretty, pretty built. I don't know how many vendors are out there. I haven't seen the list, but I know their layout included semi trucks and everything. So I think pretty much anybody who would have come out to the main vendor show is going to be there, but this is, it's Tuesday and Wednesday, which is interesting, uh, maybe because they didn't want to interfere with anything happening Thursday and Friday in case that happened. Um, but it looks like it's going to be a pretty spectacular show for some people. Yeah. I, you know, I hope it is. I hope it's a good turnout. Um, uh, people have so been accustomed to going to, uh, Easter Jeep Safari to see their favorite vendors and see what's new and all that. Uh, we do know that Jeep will be out there with the concept vehicles looking forward to that. I was just, I was kind of a side note. I was reading an article, uh, about the, the new Jeep EV, uh, the, the four by E finally got ratings, um, from the EPA mm. and they weren't stellar. 
Uh, oh, really? In fact, just in electric mode, it won't go 25 miles, and that's what they were expecting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're oh. saying tw- they're saying 21 miles, and then they did some comparison as it as a hybrid, uh, and apparently the diesel Gladiator, I'm sorry, the diesel engine in the Wrangler uh, beats out the EV as far as miles per gallon. Wow. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's not that's and and what's the price point on the four XC compared to, say, your three point six? I think they're going to be similar, but again, I I mean, I don't know. For me, <laughs> I I struggle with the electric thing because there's this notion that there's no you know it's such a green way to go for the environment, but there is still such an impact on the environment to create this vehicle that is going to give us better miles per gallon. Right. I don't know. I'm not sold on the whole battery thing and they have to still be replaced. When you charge that battery, that electricity has to come from somewhere. These things aren't running around with solar panels on them. Oh, which by the way, takes minerals and mining to create a solar panel so that we don't use wind-driven electricity you're sort of, you're sort of yeah, like sound like an environmentalist dude just, I know. just just like just what are you doing <laughs> on a side note uh we we did have something to come up and we'll be having an article about this pop up soon but um when you start talking about environmentalism and start talking about that oceano dunes is having some major issues and yes. Uh, for all you don't know, that's out by Pismo Beach area. It has always been a great OHV area for motorized vehicles. But what is interesting happening right now, and the on the very broad general sense of it, is that they are using OHV Foundation funds, California OHV funds, to put together the documents, what they've been doing for the last several years, and the evidence to convert Oceana Dunes into a pedestrian-only area. But they're using the OHV funds to do it. To make that argument. Yeah, they're using the OHV funds to to put together their argument. And the sad part about it and the scary part is that they're doing it in such a way and they've been taking so much time to do it. They didn't just like rush out and say, oh, look, here's this damage, blah, 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 we're going to sue. No, it's been carefully and carefully put together into a package. From what I understand, this package can be duplicated next place, next place, next place, next place. It's so well done in how they're trying to do this argument that they can go after each and every one of the spots they want to go after. Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's a pretty damaging change. And as of right now, when I, we know some people that this is what they do. This is what they do for a living. And they come out of these things usually like, yeah, we're, we got an opportunity. Um, our good friend, Don Amador, uh, I'm on the board with him at Pora as well. And he's been fighting this fight for a long time. He was so dejected by this. He didn't even want to write an article. He was just, it, it was, it was incredibly unfortunate that this direction is going in. And I've never seen him dejected. He is like the ultimate optimist. And, uh, he was coming out of it going, God, what's happening now? And the fact that they're using the OHV funds and they're going to use OHV funds to ultimately do the closure and to run right. it. Let's use OHV funds to run a place that OHV can't even go. That makes sense. But this is California after all. So, Well, and I know that um, our friends at Rugged Radios get Greg Cottrell and his team. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that they've been in the middle of kind of that fight since it's literally their backyard now. Absolutely. And, um, you know, 
again, we at some point are going to have to band together better to to fight these fights because the other side is very well organized and they have a lot of money. Right. And the difference is, and this is what happens in our, our industry as well. The guys on the East Coast, when the you know, you're if you're a Jeep owner on the East Coast and you're an off-roader on the East Coast, you already lost your public lands. And so when you do these big fights for public lands, you depend on the people on the West Coast to get involved in it because the East Coast guys kind of don't care. But everybody right. should care because if they can go after the public lands, the next step will be the private lands because right. they, they, they can never stop, right? This is their entire agenda. They, they, their entire living is made on going after these things, right? So ultimately, they'll go after the private lands. I'm sorry, you have private land. You're not allowed to run your, you know, you have a farmland. You can't build a track on your farmland and go play with your motorcycles on it. That's not allowed. You need to be in a controlled area. That's not safe. It's, you know, it, it, the, the, the slippery slope is very, very long and very scary. Yeah. It's, it's no different than, I mean, as we come out of this pandemic and we start to go places, it becomes an excuse to not let people do certain things. And it's about control. And again, we start to feel the other, the other side of that mm-hmm. is, well, wait a minute. Um, I, I thought we were, we, we could go in now. Things are reopening. Well, not so fast. You know, we need to slow things down and take a look at this. And then it gives time for the opposition to get organized and go, hey, you know what? This is a great time for us to, since they haven't been allowed to do certain things, we should just keep it that way. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And the opposition never stops. They yeah. never stop. This is, this is what they live for. This is what they do. This is their entire reason for existing is to screw with our pastimes, right? And screw with our passions. Ah, anyway, I was doing more positive stuff. Easter Jeep yes. Safari. Yes. Gosh. I'll talk about one that actually had battles and fights, but so far we're winning on that because, right. you know, Moab is one of those that's targeted. Um, you know, thankfully, Nobody really in Utah wants to shut it down. It's all the extra people, the ex, you know, the the um, the people moving there from other states, or like right. here in California, where Silicon Valley is closing down because they're all saying, ah, you know, Google's saying, all you millionaires that work for us because you y'all got stock options, you don't need to come to work anymore. We're just gonna, you can just go find out wherever. Well, what do they do? Boom, they left the they left the city that they just destroyed. And they're going the rest, they're like little ants flying all the way across. They're actually more like termites. It's probably a better analogy. Yeah, they get out go. there and they fly out to these little locations where then they're going to start infesting those. You know, they're they're buying big houses and land up in up in the foothills around here. They're going up to Bend, Oregon. They're going out to you know, they're going all over. They're going back home to Wyoming or wherever they came from. And uh, and that that like little termites, they're gonna start boring in there again. Yeah. I mean, dividing us even more, you know, dividing us from the side by side folks and anybody, anybody that is an outdoor enthusiast, um, they've kind of their their goal is to pick us apart. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's you and I'll fight easily. So you get between us like, yeah, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But that's the problem. It's a four by four community. We we love each other, but then we'll fight each other, you know, because we're all right. And everybody else is wrong. Well, I understand that you're bringing out a 
metal cloak suspension equipped Dodge Ram. Yes, or Ram. There's no a, such thing as a, a Dodge Ram. Ram. Yes, no, just Dodge. Thing, but I, we've, I, I've had a, I have to slap myself. <laughs> it's a, there's no such thing as a Dodge Ram anymore. It's just a Ram. So, yes. So, we will actually be driving out. Um, I am driving out the – I will be driving the Ram truck, which is the big red one that everybody saw at Off-Road Expo in 2000. 19? Is that 19? 19. That was 19. 19. Yeah, 19. It was 19. It was 19 when we did a whole big yeah. video on this, the the lock and load, the massive lock and load and all that kind of stuff. And then they saw it in the beginning of 20 at TDS. If you're down at TDS, you saw it because we used it down there. Um, from there, we uh, obviously went into COVID world and just kind of stopped even really talking about it. But bringing it out to Easter Jeep Safari um towing the trailer with the gladiator with medical gladiator on it so we'll have that and that gladiator as i understand it right now we'll have a couple of new ars parts on it um so it'll be a good thing in fact one that you are probably going to want for your gladiator um <laughs> and uh, so we'll we'll have that um and uh, be bringing that but the goal is actually to have the truck out there on display for everybody to come see just how flexy and sexy that uh, that uh, lock and load long arm suspension is and sexy flexy and sexy baby i like it yeah yeah you know um you know flexy and uh, well (laughs) you've got the sexy there i I don't have the sexy i'm sorry so we'll be we'll be running the trailer tuesday through friday Mm -hmm. um we kind of have kind of an open schedule but i know a lot of people are going to be out there running trails and whatnot so um, you know, if you stop by and we're not standing around at eight o'clock in the morning, well, we're probably having coffee somewhere. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking like, we'll probably do like noon to five Tuesday and Wednesday, and then probably start a little bit earlier. Now, um, it's interesting cause I have ads running. Um, I did ads for ARS and ads for the CTI trailer, uh, with the local radio station. Right now, the funny part was I had them record the ads. I wrote the ads. I had them record the ads and they sent it to me last night. I went, yeah, this isn't quite right. So I pulled out my microphone. And I said, I want them to sound like this. And I said, oh, we'll just use that. So they took mine <laughs> and they threw right. some music on it. And now they're, the ads will be running. But um, in the ads, I'm basically, so for everybody out there, and let's just, let's just be straight. I'm bringing 400 commemorative shirts, 400. That's the most we've ever done. I think we did 300 in the past. And that means starting uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Tuesday, 100, Wednesday, 100, Thursday, 100, Friday, 100. We have 100 shirts a day to give, give away, um, which will be fun for all of us actually sorting them out before we get out. There. So, <laughs> right? So we're going to give away all the, all, the, how about, all the smalls on Monday. <laughs> uh, sorry, Triple X, you got to come back on Friday. Sorry, buddy. Right. No, we'll, we'll, we'll have that. So we're going to have um, 400 shirts out there. We're giving those away for free. Again, when we're there, noon to five and uh, on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, plus the CTI trailer going, which is just going to be, it's great to be back. I mean, it's just exciting to be back in Moab with this thing. Arches Repair Center, right? Arches Repair Center, Wicked Brew Coffee. Yes. Uh, in that same parking lot we're always at. Um, yes. We'll also have a bunch of calendars with us. So if you don't have a calendar yet, bring them yes. all. <laughs> and we have the we will have some ARS product on display because the Gladiator has some a couple of the ARS things, especially some of the key components like that front hoop that makes the JL and JT uh, ARS rack so friggin' strong. If you're wondering how strong it really is, 
you guys should just come on by if you're out there. Come by and buy and see if you can move it because you can't. Um, cool. and as well as some uh, with the various things, the catwalk, the pod lights. Um, I think we're getting some pod lights from Clearwater uh, LED, Clearwater Lighting, which actually is a place still down the street from us here. Oh, a great little company that has dimmable LED pods. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So you don't have to like go down and have like, oh my God, they're so bright. You can dim them. Yeah, be like this. Right. Yeah, like you are. Yeah. <laughs> you you've got to work on your like studio because because you get this sunlight. Skylight. Hey, if you do it that way, we can't see the bandage. Yeah, just do like, hey, what's going on? You're yeah, out. you're a little uh you're a little washed out, buddy. <laughs> well, and I, I wanna I, I was just thinking to myself about um lighting and and other products in the overland world and and like we were talking about even with something like linex getting products to people in a timely fashion and and you know metal cloak has done such a good job of getting their products out to their their customers um we were talking with somebody the other day about what the container ship issues are going on across this country and the amount of containers that are being held off the coast of California, out of Long Beach, they have a 10-mile square that is the safe zone because otherwise these container ships are out in um, uh, open waters and could be pirated and things like that. So the, our military is protecting this 10-square-mile area full of container ships that's off the coast because wow. they can't come in and unload their product. 10 square miles. Wow. wow. Yeah. In Seattle, well, good thing we don't have Seattle, our stuff Seattle, made in China because we'd be in trouble. That's Ready for this? Yeah. China is running out of containers because <laughs> we're not wow. shipping anything out. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. That is craziness. Yes. China's running this is a good time to be in the container business, I guess. But then the problem is you have to make containers made out of out of aluminum and steel. And if you can't get a hold of aluminum and steel, because we know that there's a scarcity there. Yeah, it's a whole. See, this is all part of the conspiracy. <laughs> Start building houses out of containers. You know, it's just, uh, it just yeah, amazes me, been though. Doing that. What, we were so, um, I think we were just, we were so fortunate uh, a year and a half ago. We really didn't know. Um, what what we needed and mm. what we imported and what we exported and now where i think we're all going it's kind of funny because it is it has become well you're looking at you know 16 weeks for us to ship okay well that's not bad <laughs> well we haven't started this campaign because we uh we didn't really need to um you know but we do have a campaign in the bag basically that that i may start maybe pull the trigger on next week but is you know you see it you buy it you get it you know metal cloak you and, and what was the other line in there was um uh you're ready to play we're ready to ship you know and we're doing perfectly fine like many of us in our industry but we have inventory right we're we're no more than two weeks out on just about anything Body armor that's powder coated it takes a little bit longer just because we don't sure. t- tend to keep powder coat on the shelf. Um, it's just hard to store that way and make sure that it's pristine when it ships to you. But everything else, I mean, suspension systems are going out within two weeks. We're getting all these like you popping stuff up in different places where people are putting up reviews. And it's like, yeah, I was told two weeks and it shipped in two days or, you know, so right. many right. times we will quote you a um, the worst case scenario because we like to under promise and over deliver. 
um, and, and stuff gets out quickly, you know, and it just, we just, so we've been pretty fortunate about that, but that was the foresight that occurred six months ago right. to start buying inventory and to just start building up the shelves. Um, and that's just the, and that's the value, you know, I, I can say for some of our, our, um, other companies in the industry that are sole owners, and there's many of our friends that have that own companies. And, uh, it, I've always found a fortunate having partners because the, the three different minds and we are three totally different minds, right. And we think completely differently, um, view the world differently and have those discussions to be able to come back and go, Oh yeah, that's probably a good move. Right. Um, so we're, we are fortunate. We've got product and we're shipping it out every day. And, um, it's been, it's been a good for us, especially if you are, if you want to have your rig built by one of the authorized installers out there, that's medical authorized installer. Many times they're, they're choosing medical products because not only is it a good product, but they can't get anything else. Right, right. Well, I think that, and we've spoken a little bit about this um, in prior episodes, but this this whole last year has created this desire to be outside and mm. to to go places that we haven't taken the time to go to before. And we're seeing that. We saw that in Death Valley. We'll see that in Moab. Um, people are starting to really schedule their their trips, and they want to go and they want to be. They want to get away from it and they want to take the time and spend with their family and get outside and go off-roading and all that. And this is this is the perfect time because I think right now everybody's starting to open up their arms and go, yep, we want you. Come on. Let's make this yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> and I think it's, it is – I was talking to our buddies over at Rack and Road. Rack and Road was a distributor of KMS before we bought KMS and recently was reintroduced to them um, for some other projects. And so I started talking with them and yeah, like, Oh yeah, we're a little busy right now. Cause everybody's spending their stimulus checks. Right. And if they're spending their stimulus checks at rack and road, they're spending their stimulus checks on wanting to get out. Right. Yes. And, and that's the, that's the beauty of it. So it, it is pretty awesome that people are, I mean, you don't see this cause you don't have a neighborhood, but, um, the number of people that walk, and walk their dogs and go out riding with their kids and all that kind of stuff uh, is significantly higher today than it was a year ago. Well, you'll and, even notice the the car advertisers are really hitting it hard with you need to go on an adventure with our vehicle. Right. Yeah. Right. Even though, you know, in my opinion, they shouldn't be, but <laughs> they're really, if you really pay attention to the car advertisements, they're, yeah, whether they're, it's, it's an adventure Subaru gal. or Buick or Toyota or anybody that makes a small SUV, they show them out in the hills, out on trails, out in the dirt. You can't do that. Oh, you're not going to make it. Mm, yeah, well, right. That's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Just follow your Google Maps. You'll be fine. Google Maps. The, you'll be fine. Yeah. Google Maps yeah. will take you up into into the Colorado the into the San Juans, no problem. Breaking in the <laughs> I do have a more serious question that we actually haven't discussed, and it's probably something to let other people know. What is the going to be the policy at the CTI trailer um, for masks? So we'll, we still have to abide by social distancing guidelines. If we, we are outside in, a, in an open area, but we're not going to be able to gather. Um, you know, we, we want to keep people safe as well. But really that six foot distance and for me outside, nobody has said anything that we have to be masked up. Um, I'll double check that with, with Moab 
city proper. Um, but you know, we're probably, we're not going to be able to have 50 people out there standing around in a, in a, you know, in a big, in a big gathering. So it's so going to be get on the trailer, do your thing. And yeah. Yeah. So for the most part, people will have them stay in their cars and, and or in their Jeeps and in uh, there, and you might have a, you know, occasionally people walking up cause you have to you know, walk up and get your, your shirt and have some conversation, but but the 30 or 40 people standing around watching every vehicle, that's probably going to be a, a no, no. They're sitting with their chairs and hanging out. Right. 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 Yeah. But as long as we have moonshine passing around, we'll be okay. We should be fine. Yeah. Should be fine. We need yeah, to no get problem. Philip to bring his. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. So, uh, well, that's good. I just wanted to put that out there. Cause I, I don't know. I didn't know what the rules were going to be or what, uh, well, we're actually, are we, at Arches, we're actually right outside the city, aren't we? I believe I the, that's. I'm not yeah. sure if that's proper um, or not. I don't I think, know. I think we're just outside of it, because that's why we don't have to really have a permit to do that. But we do have uh, the the permission of the landowner, who's in a wonderful, wonderful lady, absolutely amazing, um, very much so, uh, lady who um, who has who has granted us the opportunity to do this every year. So it's it's going to be great to be back there. So what other activities are happening out there? You guys, we don't get there until Monday. What trail runs are you guys going to do? So we're we're actually going to go out with our friends on Sunday um, with Warren. Uh, they're doing their their um, their yearly well up until. Last year, uh, their, <laughs> their customer, it didn't happen. kind of a customer appreciation run. So we're going to go out with them. Um, we really don't have a whole lot of organized events planned. We know that there's stuff going on throughout the week. And uh, we always kind of leave our schedule a little open because things tend to change and, and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, you know, it's kind of funny. We were talking last night because of our schedule we've we're kind of not thinking in moab mind which mm. is kind of screwy we're mm. already beyond that kind of going okay what's coming up we know we have our our moab <laughs> adventure coming up uh right. memorial day weekend this year registration right. is open on the website um we've we've got tillamook coming up which is essentially full uh we've got the rubicon event going to be coming up later in the summer we're going to do our Colorado adventure. And, you know, I'm going to throw this out there now. I have not even really thought this through, but if there is interest for people to go out back out to Death Valley in the fall, late fall, um, I think Matson maybe mentioned it a little bit last time. Like, yeah, maybe you never know what's going to happen. But if there's interest, we need to hear from you because we're not going to go out there for one or two folks. Um, it just doesn't make any, a lot of sense, but if there was enough interest and we had a number of people that wanted to go back to Death Valley late fall, send us an email, reach out to us on social media somewhere and let us know. The weather's going to be good. Yeah. So it may yeah. not snow. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, um, and then of course there's a the Georgia traverse in which, the Georgia traverse. Yes. Right. So, which it, it, all that's coming together. It's, that's a ladies and gentlemen, Corey and Jesse have a lot on their plate now for the next. We're already thinking year. Jeep Beach. We're right? like Moab. We got it. Yeah, Jeep Beach We're done through it, planning through it, and there's so much. And yet here I am just thinking about okay, what little thing do I need to put together and bring out to you for uh, Easter Jeep <laughs> Safari? Ah, uh, you know, I, I think I designed a brochure today. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be you know, since we didn't get to go out of Moab last year for Easter Jeep Safari, um, uh, this year is going to be. 
it's going to be great just to see everybody mm -hmm. and uh you know to support red rock and support the community mm -hmm. moab's been hit really hard uh without the jeeper community there as much as we've heard how much they are anti jeeps they're really not um they they need the dollars so uh that's why we're going i mean and and to to see the people that we haven't seen in a long time and it's moab it's always an iconic jeep place it's always oh, yeah. going and, to and be. besides i've been craving uh, onion rings i've been craving um uh pasta, pasta i've been craving pizza i mean yeah. they, they, there's 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 mexican yeah. i mean there's just places oh and the and the and the uh the, the was it the the um uh langenberry pancakes oh, right now you're just at making me hungry at the jailhouse i mean we, we've got a schedule of food we got to keep here and there's right. none of this like sleeping in we got we're gonna get up we're gonna have breakfast someplace we're gonna make sure we have our lunch uh we're gonna have a good dinner well we'll have the appetizers then we'll have dinner i mean there's gonna be well, a lot take, of eating I, going I take, on i take this back maybe folks should probably just stay at home um <laughs> you know room. Uh, <laughs> I, I am bringing the company card so uh we're eating well we're gonna this eat is well. my second year at Easter mm. Jeep Safari. Mm. This is my second time for Only Easter your... Jeep Safari. Wow. Yeah. Only your second time. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be cool because uh, we're bringing out Chris. For those of you who have uh, seen, you know, Chris is a new guy with us and he has been um, doing about six months maybe. Um, but this will be his first time. And uh, like I said before, he will be working directly for Corey and he will be, you know, one week, if you guys, if you have anybody ever want to do intern and like learn about suspension, show up and say, Corey, can I help? And you will learn more about suspension in one day on the CTI trailer than you would ever do like is, you know, on the forums or any place else. I will put you to work and Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you want to see some crazy stuff. Yeah, that's the place to see it. <laughs> yep, yep. And that trailer that Corey has compared to the one that I have out here is the perfect one for being able to just crawl under stuff because the way it's designed the way it's laid out you get in there you can go up there and take a look at stuff and Corey, guys Corey gets dirty i mean Corey has his gloves yeah. he gets he crawls under and the great thing about it and, I, and I'll, I'll i'll pre-apologize to anybody's out there that has to wait an hour because we're not just doing these like in and out in and out five minutes right it's it's right. five to ten minutes per one taking the time to actually look at it and discuss the rig so we're going right. to be out there all week and also, guys, if you come on out and it's 530 and we're shutting down, uh, please don't, like, make a big scene about it. Like, don't be that we've guy. been busting our butts for, for five, <laughs> yeah. six hours. We'll be back the next day, right? And uh, just just respect Corey and, and Jesse and what they're doing out there, please. Um, so I what else? that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what, yeah, exactly. I have to be the bad guy. They yeah. don't really typically tell just, me and throw just, a fit anymore. I sick her on them. Then they're right. like, okay, we'll go. We'll Sorry. go. Yeah. So it's been a little yeah. bit easier in that aspect. <laughs> nice. So, okay, so we're giving away shirts. We have the CTI trailer. Um, we're going to be doing some other stuff. What What else is – any other exciting things happening um, out there that week? Anything I know that there's a lot of – prepared for? There are some other manufacturers that are having little gatherings and get togethers and parties and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think our friend uh, Jeremy Rowan at, at Outlaw Jeep Adventures is going to have a busy, busy week. Mm -hmm. um, I know that Rugged Radios is going to be out there. Milestar is going to be out there. You know, all supporters of, of ours. Um, Best Top will be out there in some way, shape or form. I'm not sure if they'll have a booth at Dixie or not. 
but um yeah i mean baja designs and, and all of those guys will be running around out there during the week trying to get you know it's funny because we've had such limited events so content for the content generators out there and the the marketing folks right. they're dying they're right. just they need stuff they need to take pictures of things and, and right. be around people so i think there'll be a lot of activity and uh you know again i'm most restaurants there as as you know during this week will be busy. packed they'll be busy um, a lot of construction in Moab still. So the roads coming in and out of town, they're down to one lane and there's a whole bunch of, I've seen images of traffic buildup where it's taken people an hour to get into town. So just be patient and respectful, um, respectful and don't get mad. Just there is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's it. And, and respect the town because the reality is that they could easily, the town could decide one day, you know what? Yeah, we're not going to ever let that event happen again because it's right. too many people and too much disrespect. And you have to be aware that there are more and more people moving in to Moab mm -hmm. because it's such an iconic and beautiful place to live, right? Um, right? So those people aren't necessarily Jeepers. You know, one of the great things about doing the modern Jeeper adventure, uh, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, is that it's a very, very busy weekend at Moab. It's not a busy Jeep weekend. It reminds right. you that Moab is there for the mountain bikers, for the backpackers, for the rock climbers, for the nature lovers, for just the people going through and wanting to enjoy the scenery, for the tourists. Uh, Moab is there for a lot of people. It's not just a bunch of jeepers that go out there and get tear it up all the time. That's right. Um, I did. I, I think I forgot. I um, did talk to Greg, our, our, our buddy at, at Raceline Wills, Mr. Greg Mulkey. Um, he'll be out there. I don't know how many days he's staying. Um, I know that there's a function um, at, at Grandpa's Garage, which I'm sure Danny's trying to keep things a little bit um, low-key uh, low as well, just because of the social distancing aspect. But uh, I know that they'll be out there, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of the people from the industry that we just haven't seen for a long time. Right, right. That's a great thing about events for us. I mean, a lot of times I love going out and seeing the customers, but there's many people we don't see except for at events. You know, that's it's right. like, that's, you just, everybody's so busy. We don't sit back and go, Hey, let's do a zoom call, man. How you doing? All right. Yeah. What's going <laughs> right. on? It's good to see you. Hey, I see you got a new haircut. You know, it just, it doesn't. And there are some people like who probably are going to be pissed off at me because, you know, I tried calling you three months ago. You never called me back. Like, uh, kids. That's my only answer. Kids. That's my excuse. Kids. If I didn't call you back, I'm sorry. Kids. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a comment with uh, our our followers that you had made to me. I I had sent you an article and and uh, it just made me laugh. And and it also again that whole perspective thing I think is so huge for people because we don't we're all so caught up in our own little worlds. And then uh, I, it was it, the article had to do with decision making, mm. and uh, your response was, <laughs> "Yeah, some days I don't know whether to cry or laugh." <laughs> and you know what? That is. That is kind of a day-to-day -day thing. Three like toddlers. I, I can't imagine all of the juggling that we all do. And we forget that we, we get so caught up because what we're working on is the most important thing in our whole world. And we don't forget or we, we don't remember that everybody else has their own thing too. And we just, you know, sometimes we blurt out like, hey, I need this done like right now. It's like, yeah, get in line because I got a whole <laughs> right. bunch of that. 
<laughs> right here. Like right. Yeah, and that's and it's and it's a great perspective being here at the office and then going home to three kids and then being back here at the office and going home to three kids, four dogs, two cats, and a wife, and then back here at the office. Right. The office is actually a bit of a vacation because I have control here and um, I've set up good systems and people listen to the systems that we've set up and established and have, you know, things work really well. And we have a great running machine here at home. I do not have a great running machine. For some reason, my three-year-old doesn't understand systems. <laughs> my four-year-old doesn't care. Right. You're you know? right. Uh, and, and, and the wife is, her hair is gets pulled out by the end of the day and you know it's you know we're we're hoping in fact we've uh uh, it's and part of it is this whole COVID thing I mean I look back at my kids and I go god because you know they should have been playing soccer this last year they should have been doing like Jack uh, he should be doing gymnastics and he should be doing rock climbing we're him and I want to do rock climbing walls together he's such a great climber and and Josh there's so much that they should have been doing this year and it's not that like, oh, we have plenty of time. We're talking like a quarter of their life has been spent in this different methodology of you living. You're busy now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, like, it just, it's crazy how much mm-hmm. these children of this generation are, are getting, I have friends who are saying, I think I'm just going to hold my kids back a year and not even send them to school because I'm not going to, in California, it's like, well, two days a week for two and a half hours a day. Yeah, no, I'm not going to bother with that. I'm just going to hold them back a year, and and when things go back to normal, they go back to school. Mm-hmm. Like, well, think, yeah, why I mean, play that game socially and all that? I mean, and you, I think you you hit the nail on the head. Control. When we when we lose control, when things are out of our hands, it creates more stress than I think any of us really realize. Um, there's nothing we can do about some things. We can we can get through our day. But those things that we can't control will always be the things that that drive us in that direction. And, um, you know, something as simple as, as me not having the Jeep and trailer here for a couple of months <laughs> created such an amount of stress just that's, knowing that's, that I can't. There's nothing that's I can where that do came from. That's where yeah, that came right? from. That was your stress point. I put right him to there. work, though. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> well, and, and, you know, that's another thing is we get through Moab. Um, we'll head to Jeep Beach. Our schedule this year is going to be nuts, as nuts as it's been in in Mm. years before COVID. We have a lot of people to go talk to that we've not done a good job of touching them in the past. A lot of our installers and jobbers, um, you know, you take a look at the Metal Cloak installer map Mm -hmm. that's on metalcloak.com and you go down to installers. There's a lot of dots on that map. So having relationships with those people, let alone our customers that are, that are wheeling in these, some of these great off-road parks and some of these shops that, that we've not touched base with, it's going to be a busy year and people need to get outside. They need to take back some of that control and, and kind of go, okay, look, we're going to make a plan. We're going to go do these events and they just need to go and they need to do it. Right. Um, And that is it. It really is pulling the trigger. You know, and that's, but that's the essence of life, right? Just pulling the trigger and doing it, right? That's right. Um, And and planning it, I, uh, you know, there there are some people that are really good at that, really good at planning six months ahead, saying, yeah, in six months, we're going to go do this whole thing. And like, then it comes around and do it. That's, you know, I'm, I'm still going, God, I got to get my kids up in the snow this year before the snow is gone. (laughs) Right. 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 And it's it's easy because it's easy to go through life and come out the other end and go, What? what, 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 what happened? What happened? What happened? 
Because yeah. what wasn't I just wait? I was just twenty five a few years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we don't <laughs> want to. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I've spent the last three months literally throwing things away um, that somebody thought was important to my mom, and and you know what? They were very important to her, and I think we all do that. We collect stuff. We we like things, but they just occupy our time, and then they don't mean anything to anybody else. So if you're you know, your, your family is so much more important than all of those things that clutter our lives with. So take advantage of it and get outside and go wheeling. That's right. Go wheeling, go, go wheeling. wheeling, go out there and do stuff. Yes. So, uh, speaking of which, um, all of our friends out there, right? Like, uh, have you talked to JT lately? I have. Yep. What's, uh, is he going to be out yesterday? It? Yeah. He's gonna be, well, he's going to be there for multiple reasons. He's still supporting, um, uh, the race team, Levi. Yep, yeah. he's still he'll be out there supporting Levi, um, as well as I think uh, Nemesis probably has some stuff they're doing. Nice and uh, yeah, you know, again, so he has two kids and his wife's working. He's, he has two kids he, now. He yes. has two kids now. Baby, wow. baby. Yeah, so they're you know he's the he's the that uh, dad at home. Uh, Harper, but, no. Harper, no. <laughs> yeah, whenever I talk to him, it's <laughs> Harper. No, Harper. No, Harper. No, where are you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. That's like that's like uh, Jack. The other day, I was looking for him. Like Jack, where are you, Jack? So I I found him. Three year old kid climbed over our fence and was in the neighbor's yard. Now oh, for a very good reason, because him and his brother had been throwing toys over there. So he decided it was his responsibility to retrieve all the toys. So, you know, I've got to give him that credit. But he's three years old, and he climbed over the fence and got down to the other side of the neighbors. Then he couldn't figure out how to climb back. Oh, boy. But I got him. Now, it was it was good except for the fact that he was he had taken his pants off, too. <laughs> he's, <laughs> so he's, he's walking around a neighbor's yard naked. Um, and, uh, you know, so that was that was interesting. Which is that's happened before, I think, where he was climbing on our walking on our brick wall, like naked. So, hey, you know, it's a kid thing, I guess. You get it out. Is of it funny now. that at, you know when they're that young, they do that, and then later when we're in our like eighties and stuff, well, that'll probably happen again. <laughs> I'm thinking. Well, this is my plan. See, I'm documenting all this so that when I'm in my eighties and I start walking around naked, I'm going to show them the video when they did it to me. <laughs> Of course, they'll probably look at me and go, "Yeah, screw you, Dad." Call, you know, yeah, call call a little guy in a white coat. <laughs> yeah, you're out of here. Yeah, yeah, I remember the other stuff you did, Dad. Yeah, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it, yeah. So I can I understand that Harper, no Harper, no JT and I need to sit back and have a have a conversation and share some uh, stories, for war sure, stories for sure, war stories. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know. I, this is funny. We kind of went all over the place, but uh, when it, the bottom line is Eater's Jeep Safari is next week. It is surreal that it's happening. It is weird to think that it's been two years um, and hopefully it just goes as seamless as it has been. I'm expecting to see a lot of people out there based on, you know, the fact the availability that there's no real availability out there for places to stay. Um, and uh, which is why we're doing the more shirts. I think it's going to be great. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys directly. 
Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think we may need to start like a GoFundMe thing now mm. if we're going to stay at a hotel next year. Oh, I like it. Uh, well, why would you do GoFundMe to buy a house? Right. Yeah, we can do it right. You know, see, we do it right. We just have to play the victim card. Yes. Right. Everybody this, likes the victim card. That's right. We can play on the fact that you know, <laughs> uh, I'm a foster parent, and you just lost. You know, you lost your mom last year, right. and Jesse just lost her hair. You know, it's we we just play this little victim card, and we just like play together, and we can. I have a list. Can, so. Uh huh. I have a list of GoFundMe to get down to. Nice. nice. <laughs> uh, well, it's going to be great out there. I, I, hopefully, all you guys are listening. Hope many of us come by, say hi, uh, come by and see it. We'd love to, we love. It's amazing when we go someplace, we meet somebody and says, "Hey, I listen to your podcast." I mean, it's 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 yep. it, that's yes. awesome. It's good to meet you. Feel free to come on back. I will be shaking hands, so you know I will be, and I will be hugging. So you know it's okay. Come on out, shake hands, hug. I'm fine Absolutely. with, yeah, you know, it's just who I am and it, and I'm not, you know, unless you, if you do the whole the virtual hug, fist buck, that's on you. That's fine. But I, I'm there. Matthew just don't feel free to come. While, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been out. So just beware. <laughs> and I've got the, I'm not, and I, you know what? And I've got the metal cloak gladiator all built. So I'm, um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> ah, well, modern jeepers. Hey, 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 uh, Anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap up this great episode? No. I don't think so. We got we kind got we got some work to do. I'm going to be in the garage for the next uh, like three days, and yep. you know we we still we just got back from Death Valley in my mind, and mm. there's we we are we are content overflowing, mm -hmm. and I know that folks are like, hey, when are you going to get up that story, and when are you going to lots to go through. We've so. been doing some real juggling lately, so um, mm. I I. Just a shout there. out to the folks who are following the website and that kind of stuff. And we promise we'll get back on top of that. It's just, it's just every day is uh, a juggling mess. So, well, you know, your next article should be like how to choose your Linux provider. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean that out loud. No, very, very, very grateful to Linux for, for them helping uh, with the trailer and very grateful to uh, uh, Bob at TNT, Bob and Mary at TNT. And uh, and yes. and their Linux shop for for doing everything they did to to bring it all together. So absolutely, we wouldn't have been able to leave the other night had it not been for Bob laying on a creeper underneath the for trailer four for hours. four hours. Wow, yeah, yeah. So. He, he's he's quite the trooper. I look forward to seeing him out there. All right, well, hey, Modern Jeepers, thank you all for joining us in this another crazy episode. And uh, next week, uh, if it all goes well, we will be talking Jeep with Jeep and uh, right. out there at East Jeep Safari. So we'll try to make that all happen. And that being said, all our friends out there, stay safe. We'll see you on the trails. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one.